It's good to take a moment to look back over the year, isn't it? And think about the many things that God has been doing in our lives. I just want to spend just a couple of moments thinking about this whole idea of thankfulness. You see, I'm convinced that thankfulness, daily thankfulness in our life is a good indication of the inner health of your soul. Putting it in the negative, the absence of daily thankfulness could be a good warning sign to you that not all is well in your heart. Let me give you three reasons why I think this is the case. The first is this, and and Dan stole the, the Bible verse that I wanted us to look at together. If you've got a Bible, why don't you turn with me to 1 Thessalonians 5.18. You see, here in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, the Apostle Paul says this, give thanks in all circumstances. But he doesn't stop there. He then says this, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. You see, the start of a new year is often for Christians one of those moments where we reflect on where we're at and we're thinking about the future and we're asking the question, Lord, we want to know what your will is for our lives. We want to be people that are caught up in your will. Well, I want to suggest to you, you already know the will of God for your life or at least part of it. You see, part of it is that daily you live a thankful life. In the mundane, Monday mornings, in the Tuesdays that haven't gone as planned, in the Wednesdays that don't look like you hoped they would look, this verse here says, the will of God for your life is that you'll be thankful. That you'll be thankful. That you'll live a daily life of thankfulness. That's massive, isn't it? That's massive. That each one of you here now knows the will of God for your life. You know it. This is what this passage says. Live a thankful life. Let 2019 be filled up with more thankfulness than 2018. Let your life be an overflow of gratitude and uh, thankfulness to your God. That at least is the will of God for your life. The second thing is this, that I believe that living a thankful life is the outworking of the gospel reality that Jesus is enough for you. You see, when we start to fill up our hearts with grumbling, when we fill up our hearts with bitterness, when we fill up our hearts with cynicism, what we're actually saying is, Jesus, you're not enough for me, I need more. That's actually what we're saying. We're saying, Jesus, I can be thankful to you at the weekend because I like the weekends, but I hate my job, so I can only thank you at the weekend. Jesus, I need you, but I also need a better job. Suddenly, Jesus is no longer enough for you. And so thankfulness really becomes a fierce battle in our heart that really analyzes, do we believe that Jesus is enough for me, full stop, period. Not Jesus plus, but Jesus, in 2019, regardless of the circumstances of my life, I want you to know that you're enough for me. And because you're enough for me, regardless of the circumstances of 2019, I will be grateful. I will be thankful. 
I will daily look up to you, recognizing that all is grace. It all comes from you anyway. And so everything in my life is an opportunity to praise you. Even the breath that I'm breathing is an opportunity for me to say, God, thank you that you've given me this life. Thankfulness is the outworking of the reality that Jesus is enough for you. Let me ask you a question. Is Jesus enough? If so, bitterness, cynicism, ungratefulness need to be fought in our hearts, don't they? C.S. Lewis put it like this. C.S. Lewis, the guy that wrote the Narnia novels, we ought to give thanks for all circumstances, if good, because it's good. If bad, because it works in us, patience, humility, and the contempt of this world, and the hope of our eternal country. Even the bad circumstances, the circumstances that none of us would ever want to experience, are opportunities to see the glorious grace in our lives. Many of you know that this last year for me has not been the year that I would have planned at the start of 2018. Faced some pretty tough personal challenges, yet through them, facing, looking backwards now, I can see much grace. What grace can I see? Greater dependency upon the Lord, greater humility, greater leaning into Him and the people that He puts around of me. They are things to be grateful for, aren't they? I would not have planned it the way that it unfolded 2018, but for those things, I'm eternally grateful to God because they're precious lessons. What do they show me? Jesus, you're more than enough for me, even in a tough year. The final thing is this. How many of you, you don't need to tell me this, but how many of you have got high cholesterol? If you have high cholesterol, I suspect one of the doctor's uh, medicines is take satins. You can even buy margarine now that has got satins in it. And satins essentially somehow works on the blood to lower the high cholesterol in your blood to make your heart healthy. I want to suggest to you that thanksgiving, daily thanksgiving, works like satins in our souls. It unclogs the unhealthy bitterness, resentment, it's not fair-itis, why does so-and-so always get it-itis, and a whole bunch of other soul conditions, it just unclogs all of those things in our hearts, and it keeps our hearts in a good place where we're able to say, Lord Jesus, everything is grace. Who I am is grace. So why am I comparing myself with anyone? All is grace. My statue in life is grace. Whether I live another 20 years or another 20 minutes, all is grace. And so I can be thankful for it all. It unclogs the heart. It keeps our hearts in a good place. And so I want to encourage you, if there's one thing you do in 2019, let it be this. Make it your goal to be more grateful, more thankful than you were last year. Amen? Do you want a challenge? Yeah? Here's three challenges. Why don't you start the year with these three challenges? Every morning, why don't you start the day and look for one or two things that you can be thankful for at the start of the day? 
maybe even before you roll out of bed, two or three, two or three things. Lord, I'm grateful for my family. Lord, I'm grateful for this home that I live in. Then roll out of bed. That's the first challenge. Every day, start, start this kind of process of cleaning the heart out with thankfulness. The second is this. A generation ago, people used to pray for grace when they ate their food. Now it's a bit ambivalent. Why do people pray? Why do people used to pray grace? They used to pray grace because they recognized that food was a gift from the Lord, graciously given to us. Why don't you pray grace? Start, start your meal. It doesn't have to be a 20-minute prayer, a short prayer. Lord, we're just grateful that you provide for us in the big things and in the small things, and this meal is part of your provision for us. We're grateful. Why don't you make that as part of the habit of your day? And then finally, at the end of the day, just before you're going to bed, look back over the day. Are there two or three people in your life that you've interacted with that day that you can say, God, I'm grateful for that person. Thank you for what you did in my life through that person. And finish the day. It's a way of creating rhythms and habits in your life throughout the year of saying, Lord, we're going to be people that are grateful. Amen.